0: Hello and welcome to the Reality Daily podcast. We're here to wrap up Survivor Australia All Stars. I'm here with one of my best friends, JB. JB, how are you? Oh,
1: best friend. Now my day is fantastic.
0: Fantastic. I'm I'm happy to be talking Australian Survivor. It's it, you know it comes on three days a week. I feel like uh, especially with the uh, quarantine, I feel like a little piece of me is gone now that I don't expect you know three episodes a week. Um, but I'm happy to be talking about it. I thought it was a great season, and I was happy to um, I'm happy to be here.
1: Yeah, um, definitely worth talking about. Not every day you get to talk about things like uh, Australian Survivor, but let's do it.
0: Absolutely. The first thing I want to talk about is, you know, we'll just cut straight to the point. David, our winner. I really think that this could be, I mean, I definitely think it's the best win in Survivor Australia since they've had the the resurrection of the franchise. But I think there's a case to be made that he may be the best Survivor winner ever. Uh, What do you think about that?
1: Uh, he played a wire-to-wire game where it really—you you knew he was going to win from, like, the middle of the season. I think once he found that first idol, you could sense that there was um, momentum building for David. And David's such a—you know, he's a rootable character because he that's, he's just a character in itself. So he's very rootable. Uh, whether you, you know, like him or you don't like him, you still kind of want him— in because he's gonna you know he narrated the game really well he was seen I think he had like what twice as many confessionals as as Sharn did and they both were the ones that made it to the very end um so yeah I think that you know David he, you were like okay like you, you thought that at some point people were going to turn on David but it, it never really happened which um which was kind of surprising. Um, but. A very good, but maybe that just goes to show how great of a game he played. He was really in the driver's seat for the entire game almost, and he deserves every penny of the money that he won.
0: Absolutely, you know there were a lot of plant like planted seeds about potentially getting him out even from the the, the pre merge, um, and that's what was so surprising to me is that somebody who had so many confessional's against him is the one that actually co- goes out and, and wins the game. Um, so for me. That's, uh... That to me is is what comes off uh, the most impressive about David's game. I definitely felt there were other people that were going to win. I never really expected David to win until he won that final three immunity. I really thought Moana was going to be the one that was going to get the win. I really felt that she had like a big winner's edit with her sister and everything. But I, I will say that I'm happy. Uh, that David won. I thought this was a phenomenal game. I, you know, to this point, I thought Jericho had played the best game in Australian Survivor. And I kind of think uh, with all due respect, he kind of blew that game out of the water. And I, I compare it to almost a Tony Velachos S game where I think he, his target was so big that it almost uh, is, is inconceivable that he can actually make it to the end uh, okay. and, and win.
1: Yeah, and you like Australian Survivor because it's a long-form game. It's a longer game. There's uh, more rounds than a specific than uh, the American franchise. Um, it, it caters more for under-the-radar threats like Christy, like Pia, those people that you know aren't going to be targeted every time. You have more eliminations, more chances to go home. So guys, like I mean, Jericho kind of is a bit against this, but David was more so, you know, always at the forefront. Um, Jericho played somewhat of a, you know, a game where he was, you know, half in the shadows and half, you know, out of the shadows, but David played most of his game out of the shadows. And maybe that, you know, maybe that is seen because he had a lot more confessionals um, than, than anyone else. Uh, And he was the central character of the game. Usually, I don't think in the previous four seasons, the central character of the season one. Uh, So to see that in Australian Survivor, I think is good because now you're going to see, um, I think, more chances for people that, you know, probably deserve to win a game, actually win a game.
0: Yeah, and I think you'll see people be a little bit more open to kind of being that central character because they feel like it's possible for them to win now. You know, they saw it happen essentially at at the the grandest age of them all, the the all-star season, the all-returnee season. So they're thinking like, hey, like, uh, why not me? And also another thing to consider is like he was in season four. Like, he was on the most yeah. recent season. Like, it's not like he has massive connections with these people, right? Like, I'm sure he did get a chance to speak to them and everything, but it's not like he was from season one, you know, and had all this time to, like, uh, mitigate these relationships pre-game. Um,
1: majority of the people that were left, if I'm not mistaken, were not from his season. So maybe that was actually a benefit to his game because, uh, you know, he didn't have any uh, bad blood with anybody um but also he also didn't have any blood to begin with so that in a way adds to the um impressiveness i, I can't for lack of a better word uh for his win
0: yeah i think the um the the, the other the last person from his season that was remaining i believe was uh, harry who just barely yeah. made the jury yeah. Um, but speaking of jury uh what do you think of sean's uh jury performance
1: you know I I think as much as the jury likes to say, you know, oh, we're going to really, you know, make our decision at that final tribal, I felt like that jury was going to vote for David no matter what Sean did. Um... And I personally think, like, Sharn did what she had to do to get to the end. I feel like Sharn played exactly the game she needed to play, and uh, given the cast, given the people that she was playing with, given her circumstance in the game, uh, the fact that she made it to the final two should be, you know, almost as impressive as David winning, I feel like, because Sharn should never have made it to the end of that game. People, you know... people classified her as, you know, oh, you know, she's the best to never win. And, you know, being one vote away from winning, I guess that does, you know, that's, you're the closest person to winning without actually doing it. So I think Sharn played the exact game that she played the best game that she could have possibly played. And to me, I feel like that's all that you can really ask for at the end of the day. Um, I do believe that, Um, you know, there are some, you know, there are some things that she could have possibly done, uh, to change her outlook in the game, uh, but she might not have necessarily made it to the final tribal. And that's half the battle, um, especially in a final two scenario, part of going to the, part of winning the game, I think is what's really important is winning that final immunity. Um, and I think if Sharn wins that final immunity, I think if she were to take Moana, I actually think she builds, um, you know, I I think she still loses, uh, but I do think that she has a better chance of winning. And I think that was part of her strategy. I feel like against David, the best player in the game, regardless of what she did, she had no chance of winning.
0: Yeah, I think Sean's like one of the weirdest examples of, of like a returning player where well, I think she came into the game with, with arguably one of the biggest targets. And I think it only got smaller during the game, like even in the final five, like people really weren't considering her as like a, a target. Right. Um, So I think it's somebody who like came with a big target and it got small, 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 smaller, smaller, smaller to the point that she essentially like didn't even really have a fighting chance at, at final tribal. And And it's hard for me to say exactly where she could have like, you know, changed her game up because I do feel like at least through the edits perspective, it's hard to imagine too many people not being able to win this game. You know, certainly Brooke would've have, would have won if she made it to the end. Moana, as you said, probably was gonna beat her in the end. Uh, you know, certainly if AK got there. So, you know, it's really hard to, to picture where she could have Um, yeah i instead of zagged and and made one
1: place where the one obvious place that comes up is the final seven where you know she found herself in the middle of the tribe and uh she could have gone either way she ultimately went in the way that i think she should have gone i think that having david tarzan and moana was a easier way for her to get to the end um but not necessarily to win however if you get brooke uh shawnee and uh AK, I do think that there is a little bit of wiggle room. Um, maybe, you know, she does some, you know, trickery because at the end of the day, Sharn Char- could play the game when she flops, but at the end of the day, you know, she probably doesn't win with that strategy. Um, so, yeah, it was, I think her make in the game um, was maybe rel- she didn't make a move early enough on that alliance that she was with. She, probably made a move with them, uh, early in the merge before it got to that point, uh, where you kind of just break the game open and then, you know, find a way to re-rack, uh, shuffle the deck in your favor. Um, so, but I think once, once they got to like nine people left, Sharn was as, you know, I think she was cooked at that point. I think she needed to make her move a little bit earlier.
0: Yeah, I, the one thing that kind of sticks out to me is voting out Tarzan at Final Five. I feel like Tarzan was one of the people that, at least from a gameplay perspective, seemed that she probably could have beat. It didn't seem like Tarzan really had a lot of strategy to him, seemed like if he was going to have a chance at Final Tribal, it was going to be solely based off social uh, just likability. Uh, so I do think voting out Tarzan at Final Five was really tough because then you got Moana left, you got David, and you got Brooke. And that's that's pretty much a a, a, a no man's land, regardless of how you spin it. Like That's probably three losses right there.
1: To be honest, I don't even know if she beats Tarzan. I, I think, like, Tarzan was liked enough to where, you know, I think, obviously, I think that uh, Tarzan's probably her best bet at winning. But Tarzan was really liked in that game, and not a whole lot of people pissed pissed off Tarzan. Sharn would have had to make a decent amount of enemies to get to the end, no matter how she got there. I think between Tarzan and Sharn, it goes 5-4 either way. Um, it could be Tarzan coming out on top. It could be Sharn coming out on top. And thankfully that didn't happen because I think if we end this season on a Sharn-Tarzan final two, it would have decreased value of this season. So um, I'll leave it at that.
0: For the record, I would have been okay with that Tarzan win. I just really like love the guy. I don't know why, but he's a likeable character
1: did did he deserve to win this season uh no probably
0: absolutely not, not. <laughs> absolutely not um but you know i could really think that sean like looking back on it now i really think the 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 moment that her uh chance went to absolute zero is at the rocks at final eight when she is like pleading with with Brooke, ak and Shawnee, and she's like hey like i'm 100 percent with you guys i'm 100 percent with you guys it's like you knew for a fact that you weren't with them right so i do wonder it's like okay you know, was was this really, like, uh, the, the smartest thing to do? Like, I understand that you don't want to go to rocks. You definitely don't want your game to be at 25% in, Je- in jeopardy. But why in the world would you, you know, just, like, blow face lie to three people that you know are going to be on the jury if you get your way?
1: Because that's the kind of player that Sharn is. Sharn wants her it's destiny in her hands. Uh, yes, but also... Um, at the end of the day, 99 percent of survivor players are losing players, Wyatt. So like, look, she may, calc- she's also a very calculated player. She plays the odds, and her odds of going home with, you know, you know, basically begging them to not box because at the point the the three of them in the game, AK, Brooke, and uh, and Shawnee, were like, okay, you know, this chance, you know, if we take this we could win the numbers. We could go four to three. We have a 25% chance of that happening, but because we're on the bottom, that's what we have to do, and that's a risk we're willing to take. Sharn, being in the majority, that's obviously not in her best interest because, yes, it's a, it's a 75% chance you keep the majority and you stay in the game and you don't piss these people off, but it's a 100% chance you stay in the game if you can convince these people to do it. And honestly, you know, leaving your game up to chance is... uh something you do because the one thing that I think Sean would have regretted doing was letting it go to rocks and she was the one to pull out the rock then she would never she wouldn't be able to live with herself after that so I think you know at the end of the day looking back on it I don't think that she regrets that move because that it would make that move in the moment again so you know, obviously, you know, if, now that we know how the season played out, you're like, OK, maybe I should take this risk and maybe I don't piss off, you know, Moana or excuse me, Brooke, AK and Shawnee that much. But um, or and Jackie, because, you know, you have Jackie or you could you could rekindle a relationship with Jackie as well. So um, I think that I, what I will say, though, is I think if uh, if. David did not play his idol for Tarzan that night, then I think that it would have been more likely for them to go to rock. Because if it was four people, 25% chance, if it's five people, that's a little bit more of a, that's much messier in my opinion. Even just adding one more person to the equation makes it entirely that much messier. Um, But I thought that was a really interesting move by David to idle Tarzan that night. And I think that was actually pre-planned. I think he knew, and he's like, if I save Tarzan, that gives us more of a chance for the three of them to flip, because their odds go from 60% of us going home to 75%. And ultimately, I think that is what ultimately pushed the three of them over the edge to Not go for rocks. I think that is an underrated move by David in his game. And it it, it secured that Tarzan was going to be with him for the rest of the game. And it it secured that they weren't going to lose that potential rock drop and lose the numbers.
0: I just feel like Sean, like the minute that she like tried to convince them, she had no chance to win. And I feel like even though it's like difficult to say, like, "Hey, you should really take the risk of twenty five percent," I I think that the better idea was just to play up the fact that they have a seventy five percent chance of going home. I mean, look,
1: um, if if she okay, let's just say that um sh- they they do go to rocks, and you know, Shawnee draws the rock, and I I feel like the game, you know goes pretty much the same way after that Jackie probably goes home at seven uh AK goes home at six and then you know uh Tarzan will go home at five I think the game is out the same way and even the final two David still wins so I don't feel like I don't feel like that moment changed the game for Sean that much even you know even in that circumstance I still think that um yes maybe Sean went from uh chance to win the game or a 10% chance to win the game to less than 1%, but I don't think that that move killed her game. I still think, regardless of whether that happens or not, she still comes out uh, the final Tribal Council loser.
0: I just have a hard time really seeing what her path would have been to to actually win the game at that
1: point. That's what Um, I'm saying. She lost the game before that moment, in my opinion. She lost the game you know, earlier on in the merge when she had the potential to work with Harry, to work with Lockie, people that would have, you know, shielded her game and that wouldn't have been as smart as David um, to stay in the game. Because the thing about David was David and Lockie played very much a similar game, except Lockie was just caught before and David kind of got away with it. Um, so I think that if sharn played the role of keeping the shields in the game keeping the threats in the game let Lockie go after david let let them fire shots at each other a little bit longer that's how sharn could get to the end but that 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 didn't happen obviously
0: you know moving away from from sharn for a little bit what do you think of the, the decision at final four do you think moana should have potentially voted with Brooke, um and, and forced that tie yeah. okay,
1: let's play devil's advocate here so Moana and Brooke, or, so, David had immunity of that tribal council, right? Uh, yes, he did. Okay, so David had immunity. So, Brooke's, Brooke's pitch to Moana was, hey, let's get Sharn out. Uh, Sharn and David were going to vote for uh, Brooke. So, it would have been a 2-2 tie. Um, no, I absolutely don't think that, uh, because at the end of the day, they go to what? They go to fire probably at four, right? Yeah. So, Brooke and Sharn and fire, um... And regardless of how that outcome goes, if Brooke wins, Brooke, Brooke has a much better chance of beating David at the final immunity. And if Brooke makes it to the final two, Brooke wins, uh, regardless yeah. of the outcome. Because she got, Lockie, uh, she got Lockie's vote. She's got Harry's vote. She's got AK's vote. She's got Shawnee's vote. That's four votes. She got Jackie's vote. She wins the game. Um, so – getting Brooke to the final two was an absolute no way Jose. And the fact that she won four immunities before she, the moment Brooke, lo- Brooke needed an immunity run to win. And if Moana gave Brooke the chance to that, maybe she gets to the final two, but at the end of the day, final two is just the first loser. In my opinion, I think Moana, you know, and Moana just happened to be the second loser because she didn't take Brooke to the final two. So, um, or she didn't, uh, vote with Brooke that, that night. So, um, I mean, to me, I think Moana made the right choice. I don't think that was why her game uh, went down in flames. I think her mistake at the end of the day was not going after David. David. Um, she, you know, it, it was... For, like, half of the season, you know, there was this whole, like, Moana and David vibe and this dynamic that they had that, you know, they were... In the middle of the game, when they were on the Mokuda beach, they were talking about how... Um, they were going to work together for a little bit, but at the end of the day, they didn't want each other. In the end, they knew that they were the biggest gamers there, and there, there always seemed to be like an idea that you know one of them was going to turn on the other, and it was just a matter of time. But there, ne- that opportunity never presented itself, and you know it was kind of a letdown for that storyline. That storyline kind of you know fizzled out for kind of no reason. Um, there was always this idea, and I think Moana that was kind of like you know, how did she not ever think about getting David out? But I think that she never really had the chance to be fair. And David had the upper hand and getting Moana out was never uh, a good idea for David um, until the very end when, um, you know, and I think that if David took Moana to the final two, I still think David wins. Um, But it was never in David's interest to get Moana because David always had the extra, the, the upper hand and David had played the better game. That's why Moana, had, if Moana had taken David out at any point, Moana would have been the front runner for the season um, and she would have and she probably would have won the game. But that opportunity never presented itself. And that is what Moana's flaw in the game was, was that she never found a good chance to get David out. And I think the chance that she missed was at the final five. When uh, Brooke had immunity and they needed to vote out one of their four. And her reasoning behind that was, oh, I need David to try to beat Brooke. And ultimately, yes, I agree with that. But um, It's interesting though. Like if Tarzan doesn't go out at the final five, like their their reasoning behind voting Tarzan out was because he was never gonna be Brooke in a fi- in an immunity challenge, which I do agree with that assessment, but is that enough of a reason to vote someone out of the final five? Like Moana had a chance that night, and Sean too. Moana and Sharn had the chance. They can go to Brooke and say, hey, Brooke, the three of us, we're going to vote for Dave. And that would have that could have easily happened. But it didn't. And I think, though, if that happens, Brooke has a very good chance to win the season. So I don't blame them for that. But if there was one chance to get David out, that was it, and Moana missed that chance. And that's the thing about um, – Australian Survivor is that because it's a final two and because like immunity challenges are seen in a higher regard like we we saw in um you know there's more immunity challenges in the pre-merge uh there was that whole uh exile beach thing where they had to win challenges to earn safety and all that so like physical attributes in Australian Survivor are seen in a higher regard um so that was a part of Moana's game that I think that was a bit different. Um, but yeah, I think that that was where Moana slipped up. Was you know she didn't have the physical stamina to get Brooke out. I think they should have taken Brooke out a lot, a lot earlier than they did. Maybe go after Brooke instead of Harry, um, or get Brooke out at you know seven instead of Shawnee. Like I think there were there were different times where they should have got a bit earlier. So that Moana would have had that chance to strike at David.
0: Yeah, well, I, I agree with with every sentiment that you said there. Um, I definitely think that it would not be in Moana's best interest at Final Four um, to align with Brooke at that point because you know you're going to lose regardless. Um, but let's move on to something that we talked about off off um, off record, uh, and that is the fall of Zach. Uh, do you want to go into this entire like exile twist that they had? Yeah.
1: I I thought that the reasoning behind this was I think that they had noticed that um, well they needed a round where nobody went home and they needed time to stretch out the season that's the thing does does Australian really need to be 50 days because that to me like I feel like they can easily get the season done um, in 42 or 45 if they really wanted to 49 days like 49 days instead of 39
0: I think they're basing yeah, it really on the that, episodes that they won't.
1: Yeah, but like and that's the thing, is is you get thing you get time like that where um you know it's it kinda it kinda threw a wrench in the middle of it it, it made it lose a little bit of momentum, to be honest, because like honestly, like those two episodes, like it's it's not that I didn't Like, it made me less excited for the episode knowing that nobody was going to go home during those episodes. Um, And that it kind of, like, at the end of the day, challenges were going to go by. So, like, why can't I just watch the challenges that um, will, you know, decide who's in and who isn't? I thought it was just a weird twist. And it made the season lose a little bit of momentum for me. Um, Because after that, honestly, after that Tribal Council and after The Rocks, the season was kind of, uh, it was pretty obvious how it was going to go down. Um, and after, after that, it really kind of, uh, you know, it, it wasn't that it made the season, uh, unwatchable, but it was, it was less enjoyable, um, after that portion of the game. Um, and maybe they were trying to buy time with Lee having to leave the game. Um, but they, I feel like they would have had that, um, twist if you want to call it, regardless of if Lee, if Lee leaves or not, probably just condensed it into three days instead of four. So... I was not a fan of the twist. I don't know if you were, Wyatt. Um, maybe you can argue that it was the best thing uh, that happened to Australia, but uh, to me, not a fan of Exile Beach.
0: I don't think it was the best twist uh, by any means, but I do think that it kind of served what its purpose was, uh, and that was to kind of uh, reshuffle the game. Uh, I don't think Zach would have went home if this was a regular round. Um, I do think that gave a little bit more airtime to those kind of like minority three, the AK, the Brooke and the Shawnee, you know, kind of kept them around a little bit, gave them a little bit, you know, essentially gave them a, an opportunity to extend their life as a group. And that gave them the potential to be able to pull Jackie in at final eight and say, Hey, like you got, you technically got voted out by well, your sure. tribe. You know, they put you in there. So that's kind of what gave us the rock position. And granted that didn't really change the momentum of the game at all. But I do think that is, that is like, the closest that we got to like an actual like game shift. So I do think That's it kind true. of served its purpose in that way. Um, but I think the, the biggest benefit of this was to follow Zach. Like uh, I thought Zach was a good character this season, but the idea that Zach like is like, Oh yeah, I'm this big, strong guy. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to uh, support my, my Alliance goes in there and loses both <laughs> challenges and then gets blindsided at chart at tribal uh, to me was probably the best moment of, of the season in terms of one individual oh. moment
1: that's what zach is about that's zach's hubris is his uh cockiness and uh his and you you would think that the first time he was in the game he would have been humbled um a little bit going out in the pre-merge and you know going out in the fact he did uh but it's clear and and you kind of saw a bit of a redemption arc for him uh, early on in the season but um again his hubris got the better of him and uh got him a little bit further this time, but I think it was because um, of how poorly he played the first time is why he got as far as he did. Uh, Zach had no business being in that, uh, like, like, Zach had probably a better chance to beat uh, David and Brooke in those immunities. Like, like he, he lost the two challenges that he had to get himself back into the game. So, at the end of the day, like, Zach was not an all-star. And, and I think that also we should we should discuss this a little bit how people that were in the end game and this is typical in seasons in which there are all returnees where the the kind of the lesser people like like uh like david was out before the end stretch of his game moana was a pre-merger uh You know, Tarzan was a pre-merger, AK, a pre-merger. All of those people were sitting there in the end. Jackie, another pre-merger. So that's five of the final eight in this all-star game that didn't make it to that point in their original season. So I think that kind of goes to show, like, you know, the the target level and Zach included. Zach was also pre-merger. So you have um, all of those people that should have made it to the end of their season or whatever, but... If you're talking about the best of the best, did we really see that at the end? I don't think so.
0: No, I, I don't. I do think that the casting this season was, was pretty good in terms of who should have been brought back. I just think that a lot of people had a lot more targets on them in the beginning. They got taken out. Like you said, the only people that really were in the game late that actually made a decent um, stretch of their game was Sharn, who who obviously made it to final tribal that we talked about earlier, and Brooke, who I believe got seventh in her original season. Uh, yeah. And to be fair, and yeah. to be fair, like she was in the position where like
1: she was, she was probably a, gonna win. She was in the driver's seat position, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but other than that, like everyone else was. I don't. I actually don't know about Shawnee. I forgot exactly where she went. Shawnee um,
1: finished third. Third? Yeah. She okay. Was yeah. I, I, I and it was Shane, Sharn, and Shawnee in the final three. That's just the the three of them. How similar their names are. All <laughs> got to the final three, but that was the final three that year.
0: Yeah, so, um, so w- with the exception of those, I mean, it did seem like a lot of people... I mean, you mentioned uh, uh, Tarzan, a uh, pre-merger. He was a pre-swapper, you know? <laughs> I mean, like, he got out early. Gave his idol up. Yeah, like, he was out early. Um, So, you know, per- personally, I'm still a little upset that if they're going to bring Tarzan back, they should have brought back Dez from Season 1. That's, that's what I was really hoping for, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that, yeah, we do see this with, we even see this now with Survivor 40, you know, the the people who, uh, is considered, well, by, by, yeah, but the people who, who like the average casual fan would consider to be like the quote unquote, like greats are the ones that are on Extinction Island, right? You have, you have Sandra, I'm not going to go into two spoilers on that, but like, you know, you got, you got Sandra, you got Rob, you got Parvati. So, you know, you know, that kind of happens in most seasons, right? When you bring back returning, so people who you don't expect are generally not the people that go, uh, the furthest. but um you mentioned it earlier uh lee um unfortunately had to uh, leave and what was a very emotional scene um what what did you think was lee's potential if he he was uh, Uh, able to
1: stay i could have actually won the game um and that's and he was probably honestly uh david's biggest competition to win the game so at that point in the game there were i believe nine people left or ten people left i think it was well hold on well
0: i believe it was 10 i believe he got 10
1: david sharn uh david sharn moana brook tarzan ak um it, was, it was, he was yeah so there were 10 people left in the game um it was basically the seven of them and the three um and the minority three so Let's say in, we'll I'll play the quick devil's advocate scenario. So let's say Lee stays, um, and they have to tribal again. They probably vote out, uh, say Brooke, um, because I think, yeah. So they vote out one of the minority three. Then they go into the exile twist, and the exile twist, uh, I, I, Zach probably still goes, but I think that Jackie doesn't make the move so that she doesn't show her cards too early. That was Jackie's fault was that she showed her cards that she wanted to flip, um, but she didn't have the the numbers to do so. I think that if if Lee stays in the game, Moana actually uses Jackie as a number to try and flip. Uh, Moana, Jackie, uh, probably like Sharn, some kind of some kind of combination of that, and actually. It probably, um, so that, um, so let's say that I, I actually think that now that I think about it, because Lee and Moana were really close, uh, they had the whole professional sport ally kind of thing. Um, Lee was close with Tarzan, who was close with Moana, who was close with Jackie. Lee, Tarzan, and Jackie are actually considered probably the swing boats. And I think that they actually do make a move on Dave. Dave might play an idol, but then Dave's exposed. So actually, probably Lee, it helps Jackie's game uh, to keep Lee. It helps Tarzan's game to keep Lee. Tarzan doesn't have, uh, then Tarzan doesn't become Dave's closest ally. Um, Lee leaving the game actually probably benefited Dave the most. um, Because that brought, you know, that broke open the deck, uh, kept... You know, kept Tarzan close to him, kept Moana close to him. Um, I think if I think if Lee's game um, Moana he makes a move against Dave Lee or Moana, because Moana is the front at that point and Moana in the Dave position, or they would find a way to make a move on Moana because Moana doesn't have the idols at the end of the game and Lee standing there without making any enemies in the game and he wins.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think Lee was most certainly a live dog. I do think he was probably the biggest threat to David at that point in time. And I don't think that he necessarily had the, 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 uh, the quote unquote threat vibe on him at that point. No, and I think it, there's a good chance that he really could have kind of, uh, but
1: like, that's almost, almost, in his season, he played a very similar role. He didn't have that, um, threat vibe on him. Although, he was in a driver. He was in a he was in seat for a lot of the season. And, you know, I haven't rewatched that season since it aired the first time, you know, four years ago. But from what I remember about that season was Lee had a very good chance to win that game. Um, and it was very shocking when he didn't win um, because uh, Christy Bennett in the best final travel ever. Uh, and, and she really did expose Lee at that tribal. That was also part of her win was that, you know, she kind of really downplayed Lee's game and Lee had no place to recover. Maybe Lee learns from that and, you know, finds a way to better uh, articulate his game. Um, I, I don't think Lee wins now that I've put this scenario in my mind. I think Moana actually probably does come out on top. Um, if, if Lee stays in the game, but, um, I do think that it really shook the game into David's, uh. David's favor, um, as unfortunate of a scenario uh, of a situation that it was, um, because Lee's mom, I believe did pass away from, so, um, everyone in the game, uh, and his family.
0: Yeah, it it, it was certainly uh, a bummer on on what was a, um, really entertaining season, um, so I want to move to the end here, and, and I want to ask you, who are your, who are some of your favorite characters, your favorite
1: moments of, of the season? Now, oh, man, so the one – I could watch this – I could watch, ev- like, like every season of Survivor should have this person on. Uh, I don't care what it is. This person makes every single game entertaining, and that's Shawnee. She's yes. one of the most – people. Uh, she has the best – she's one of the best – um uh, in confessionals that I've ever seen in the franchise uh probably seen you know up to nearly 50 seasons of the entire franchise but Shawnee is probably one of the best confessional uh narrators there is her dry humor is just fantastic uh she kept me into she's very rootable um I she's seen as a villain in a lot of circles but, Um, I guess what would what would you like give her like a an American uh, comparison? Um, Who's I the Shawnee
0: you know probably the best Shawnee that I can think about off the top of my head. Uh, I don't know. You know, it really is tough. Um, I. I guess the answer i would probably say is like and this is going to be kind of like a, a very like stereotypical example would be parvati because yeah. i do think parvey's good in the confessionals i do think that uh, she does have a little bit of a, um uh, a little humor about her and a little quick wit parvati,
1: like micronesia yeah. part because micronesia yeah. part she was the um, she would, like talk all this all this you know smack about all of these people um and, and that was yeah, season
0: we,
1: Was do you know what I'm going to say no I don't <laughs> it's okay it's when um, they were talking to uh, Zach about birds she's like talking about birds no but I do today <laughs> and Zach <laughs> gave me friend, and I was like and then like two episodes down the line like Zach goes like, and we have I have nothing in common with Tarzan, but we're from the same town, so I'm Tarzan's best friend today. And I was uh-huh. like, come on, sis! Like, let's go!" But um, Tarzan, no, Shawnee should be on every season, or there should be a Shawnee archetype on every season because she, she, uh, entertaining. She brought a very uh light humor to the season. Um, and. If I could cast Shani in every season of Australian Survivor, of, of South African Survivor, whatever, I would.
0: Yeah, one of the things that uh, that I thought was gonna I was gonna come in here. I thought I was gonna be the minority on this, but yeah, I think Shani may be like one of my favorite players of all time. Like I, I was prepared to come in here and say Tony, Sandra, Shani, and I'm glad that we're at <laughs> least on, on on the same uh, the same wavelength here. Yeah, I I, I adore Shani. And another so thing good. about
1: Shani too is that she's good at the game.
0: Yes, exactly. Like
1: she's really good at the game. She knows like how to like she uses like old school tactics, I guess, if you will. Because there is somewhat of an old school sense to the Australian game because of like its its need to um I guess the final two does help and challenges helps um like especially in the pre merge you see a lot of um you know oh we're gonna vote for strength in the beginning, which I do appreciate. Um, but Shani's also really good at the game. Like, like she yeah. found a way... Like, there were so many times pre-merge where she should have been going home, and she found a way out of it. Um, you know, and maybe she did get lucky sometimes. The Exile Beach twist really saved her, uh, the first one. Um, but I'm glad it did, because uh, it kept Shawnee on my screen for a little longer. So um, I was very uh, very happy with Shawnee this season, um, and she is and it's not really close between first and second for me.
0: Yeah, I I 100% agree. But um, overall, I thought this was a great season. I'm I'm happy Australian Survivor's here. I, I do know that their their um their rookie season that was supposed to air in, in the fall uh, looks like it's kind of been pushed back because of COVID 19. So hopefully we still get that. Um, because I do think Australian Survivor is, is a really really good franchise. I really well, like yeah, the way it, they go it, about it. it, it
1: we're seeing the Australian public take an investment into it because they went from you know four to five quicker than they had any of the two, any of the other previous seasons. They they like went straight into production um, as soon as four ended, which I believe was like in October, um, and then they went straight into five production. Um, and then now that they've aired five, I think they want to crank out five. Or excuse me, they want to crank out the new the new season by the end of the year, which is great. Um, it shows that the fans are taking an investment. It gives us more Survivor to watch throughout the year. Um, you know, I I hope that uh, we do get another season uh, soon, sooner rather than later. Um, but given that they've only cranked out uh, one season a year since they rebooted it, um, I think having anything after this uh, will be icing on the cake.
0: Absolutely. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you, JB, for being a part of this. My pleasure. Uh, Keep, keep up with reality daily. We got reality podcasts. We're not covering, you know, Survivor US as our weekly podcast. Uh, but all the other podcasts, uh, all the other shows, excuse me, that you uh, like. We're talking about The Circle Friends. We're talking about Bash, Listen to Your Heart. We're talking about The Challenge. Uh, so we have a lot going on. So make sure you subscribe to this feed. You can reach out to our email at uh, Provivor Podcast Network at Gmail. You can also hit us up on Twitter at Brovivor uh, Podcast. And uh, thank you. Bye.